I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Cinefell. What's up, y'all? John Skip me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden. Talking about football. Mm-hmm. Man, we are about to go into the divisional round of the playoffs. That means there's only three more weeks of games. Mm, it's true. Makes you a little sad. But hey, well, fun. hold on a second. We still got the USFL to look forward to this year. You know, there's going to be a reboot of that. Man, <laughs> they should have waited till the COVID is officially over before they start that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like when it comes back. I, I remember when it started uh, the first time because, you know, at the time and this, you know, I hate to do I actually I'm going to say that I hate to do this, but I don't actually hate to do this. But it but it reminds me of when the, the last time the Georgia Bulldogs won the uh, national championship. Uh, Herschel Walker was our hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and He's still, I was so still a heroic man. Uh, well, his 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 later years have become slightly problematic, politically <laughs> speaking. Um, but we were also pumped to find out which team he was going to play for in the NFL, and he surprised everyone by going to the USFL. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he was all on Trump's sack way before. <laughs> and we, uh, my grandfather was the one. I said this many times on here before. He had one of those big satellite dishes that he yeah. bought so that he could watch Italian soccer. Yeah. Um, but, but we also used it to start watching Herschel Walker play as a New Jersey general uh, in the USFL. Oh, wow. So I, I, we watched a lot of those games when I was a kid. It was, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I, it, it never really had the same – Criminality or the same. It, it, it has. It, it just never really felt like. Like, it, just not surprised that it didn't take off. Really, um, I don't. I've never but, watched a game. I don't remember a game of USFL. Sorry. Yeah, I watched. A, I watched quite a few. That's you don't I mean, have time to watch the. Uh, you can't be a tapehead for both. So you're a USFL, <laughs> USFL tapehead. <clears throat> yeah. I mentioned this in the Facebook group uh, when somebody brought this up a few weeks ago. There's a really great book out there. I haven't read the book, but I've I've listened to some long interviews with the author of the book who wrote a – the book is titled um, Football for a Buck, and it's essentially about the rise and fall of the USFL. Mm. Uh, it's a fascinating, fascinating story. Um, I, I've – I wish I had time to read it. I don't have time to read. I'm too busy. I got a feeling that when their games come on this season, I'll be like, "We do not care." <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good it's point. Be the collective. Uh, it's going to be the collective attitude of America <laughs> is we do not care. Maybe Big Ben will uh, extend his career. <laughs> 
Never say never, but never. Exactly. Uh, who knows, man? Maybe he would. I don't know. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, Ben's gone. He's out. We got a few teams left. A few fun matchups, yep. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up. Maybe I should put my... I keep turning back and forth over. I'm trying to get my setup right. Of course, as soon as we start recording, they start doing something outside. I don't know if it's picking it up, if you can hear it, but... I can't hear it. Oh, good. It's like uh, the the yard people are doing yard people shit. Oh, it's probably snow removal. Uh, snow, baby. That's true. Yeah, we got some snow last night, y'all. Uh, that's always fun to wake up to, I think. I still feel like a kid when, when I wake up. It's funny that I was first, going to bed and I was like, uh, it was like midnight when I went to bed, and I was like, man, huh? this uh, the snow, man, little fake snow is drops and dropping down slowly. It's gonna melt. <laughs> then I wake up and everything's covered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I always get that feeling like I'm waiting for my school, like to hear that my school is closed. <laughs> snow tough. day, man, yeah. which doesn't exist here. I know. It's pretty full. Can you fun. imagine if they I remember hurricane days. We were home for for hurricane uh, possibility. Oh yeah, we had some of those too. Some of, we never got the hurricanes, but we got the tornadoes that came from the hurricanes. Uh, we had the uh, a hurricane day, and then it'll be beautiful outside. <laughs> but they want to be safe. Yeah. So it's just like just in case. And then they're like, "Don't celebrate because you're getting an extra day of school." At the end of the year, they would tack it on at the end oh, of the year. So if you had three hurricane sucks. days, then you have three extra days of school at the end of the year. It's like, fuck y'all, man. Mm. Ah. But anyway, we're well, uh, uh, talk about uh, Zach Taylor and the Bengals going up against uh, Ray let's, uh Let's do some news first. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw a couple of stories that I found interesting. Uh, Dak Prescott has finally apologized for his comments. I was wondering that. I was wondering what the apology was about. So it's about the comments. It's not about the gameplay. No. He Here's his quote. He said, I deeply regret the comments I made regarding the officials after the game on Sunday. I was caught up in the emotion of the disappointing loss and my words were uncalled for and unfair. I hold the NFL officials in the highest regard and I've always respected their professionalism and the difficulty of their jobs the safety of everyone who attends a game or participates on the field of a sporting event is a very serious matter. This was a mistake on my behalf and I am sorry. Very well worded apology. Yeah, man. Uh, and I think, you know, for me, like I, I believe in, I, I, you know, I certain situations and certain people, you don't need to bury somebody forever course he got caught up in, in in his emotions that doesn't surprise me um very respectful apology one thing i do find a little interesting though um is that this apology is coming you know you would kind of expected the nfl to step in and maybe i i don't know at least oh, kind of give him a call and say, yeah maybe a fine or maybe like a hey we'd really appreciate it if you would like you know, kind of go back on that statement. Cocaine is uh, a hell of a they, drug. <laughs> My bad. I yeah, accidentally hit well, that, but that was perfect. <laughs> uh, the NFL has said nothing. Um, this apology is actually coming. Um, I can only imagine it, it, it due to uh, a, a response from the NBA 
Referees Association. What? Who, who, who came out and commented uh, about Dak Prescott. Mind um, your damn business, and, NBA referees. It's a football yeah, thing. But, I mean, I'm with you to to one extent, but but I also think it's a little interesting how, to me, this is like so typical of the NFL to oh, yeah. like, well, as long as nobody's mad at us, we're not going to do anything, you yeah. know. And then yeah. the NBA refs step in and kind of um, make them look bad, you know. But whatever, yeah, that's not like the, the worst just thing. Like, the NFL just like the uh, we talk about all the time, the unions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he apologized. As far as I, I still think that the way that they played was trash. Uh, so my trash of the week stands. Uh, but I'm glad that he finally did the right thing. Um, you know what? Um, did you know that NBA referees are full-time employees? <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so uh, that's a, another difference there. Even though everybody says all refs suck, <clears throat> but... It's a, maybe the NFL can rip a page out of the NBA's book and get a, a good union. I, a lot of and full time. I mean, referees. we we talked about this debate not long ago. I remember uh, a lot of people calling for this. Um, I don't remember why. I think there was like a huge mistake in a game in the middle of the season, but it came up in the middle of the season as well. Um, you know, I, I I think they should be full time employees. If the refs um, strike. Remember the replacement refs. Yes. When the refs striked and then uh, the replacement refs came in and they were so bad that then they finally settled on the uh, contracts. <laughs> yeah. But funny. I feel like the that's something that these unions could go for is like we won't we won't uh, sign anything until these are full time employees. Mm. I mean, you're bound to get a better product. Definitely, but they just want money in their pockets, man. Yeah. Uh, another story that caught my eye, um, which maybe some of you saw. We can put this on the Facebook page. This was hilarious. Bills fans throwing dildos onto the field during the game. I saw a dildo. I, I, I didn't know why they did it, though. I saw the dildo. I, but apparently this is not the first time they've done this. Like, as if jumping through tables isn't enough. Now they're throwing dildos on the field. That's why they need more women fans in sports, man. Because it's dumb <laughs> shit like this. It's crazy. Did you see those images of Ryan Fitzpatrick at the Bills game? Yes. Of course I did. I love that game. Raging. Living his best life with out no there. With, fucking, <laughs> with no shirt on. With no shirt. He's got the natural man sweater. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that hairy chest. <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Um, something we did not talk about in the last episode that I meant to talk about uh, Bruce Arians uh, smacking his own player in the head yeah. and just earned him a, a $50,000 fine. Okay, he got fined. Good. He got fined. Apparently, he's going to appeal the the fine, but we'll see how that goes. I should be able to smack uh, my player. Yeah, well, the, the other interesting thing that happened was that Antonio Brown retweeted the video of Arians hitting his own player. As see? Like, see? See, see, he's which is it's like apples and oranges, uh, it's bro. It's two not different the same things. Thing. But uh, the Arians yeah. thing, when I saw it happen, it it did not look good. It was not a good look to do that. No, it but wasn't. Then you realize and I know what why he was. He I know what that. he was trying to do. He was trying to, you know, they. That was when Rager had muffed the punt, 
yeah. it was pretty obvious that the that the Bucks had recovered it, and Arians was trying to prevent his guy from from ripping dudes off of the pile, which would have resulted in a fifteen yard penalty. penalty. Exactly. So he's trying to keep his player from doing something dumb, but there's other ways, man. You got smacked the dude in his helmet. Exactly. You could. You could actually just pull sort of, him. I mean, stand. He's yeah, grab him by his arm and just kind of pull him back. But he you know? he did have his own Achilles injury, so maybe he's just like he can't put pressure. Yeah, a- Arians, you saw I a mean, big ass bag of ice on his on his Achilles. He could have gone for the face mask instead, you know. <laughs> just grab it, throat. pull it. Do as I do. Go for the throat. Yeah. Pull him by his gold chain. I'm assuming yeah. he had on a gold chain of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that racist for me to assume that? Very. <laughs> grab, him some by ice. His, grab him by his gold teeth and pull him away <laughs> lure him away with kool-aid it's too bad gold is not magnetic you could just get a big magnet and just yeah, i got a, i got a there. new friend actually i got a new friend uh that i just i met this dude that came to my comedy club and uh <laughs> and now we hang out this american dude uh Came up to me after the show and then lives in my neighborhood. Kid about the same age as my son, only a few months younger than Bash. And I'm like, oh, wow. Let's uh, hang out, see if, uh, you know. And we planned at the show when we met to hang out. Mm. His Swedish girlfriend mm-hmm. was like, what is happening right here? How? <laughs> like, this is how we roll, man. This is how you roll. You see somebody, you like, you click with somebody, you want to hang out. So we've been hanging out, yeah. actually. And uh, I have kool-aid at my house yeah and it's a brother this dude's a black it's a black dude he was yeah. like you got kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> so i made some kool-aid uh i made some <clears throat> blue raspberry kool-aid oh you got the blue flavor shit <laughs> <laughs> got the blue raspberry we were going nuts around there and i'm mad at my kids regularly because they don't really fuck with the Kool-Aid. And I'm like, y'all can't be my kids, man. So I was so happy that this man appreciates the greatness of Kool-Aid. <laughs> to me, Kool-Aid is one of those things like it like that you can turn a color into a flavor. Like yeah. which one you, you want the which flavor you want? You want the blue flavor or the red one? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like the, the yeah. color is not a flavor. No, no. But for some reason it works. Uh, on uh, the movie House Party, the kid's making a Kool-Aid, he's stirring it, and then he's like, uh, just, oh, the mom's like, make some Kool-Aid. He's like, grape or red? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, they nailed it with that. They probably didn't even mean to make that funny, but that's just great. That is funny. That's so true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry to sidetrack, but this is uh, What else happened? Oh, this is a crazy story. Um, Cleveland Browns defensive tackle Malik McDowell was arrested earlier this week after being naked in public outside of a preschool in Florida uh, and then attacking the police officers who attempted to intervene. This guy appears to have had some kind of a psychotic episode. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a little... You know, it's one of those things. It kind of makes you think of the CTE thing, like where these dudes just kind of snap. Um, oh. and he's had some, um, he's had some weird things happen before too. Uh, he, he, Naked I think he was drafted by the preschool. He was drafted by the Seahawks. 
Um, but then he had like an ATV accident ahead of training camp, which left him with a kind of a serious head and facial injuries that led mm-hmm. to him never really being cleared to play. Uh, he had several run-ins with the law. Might um, be from that head injury, man. DUIs, disorderly conduct, um, all yeah. kinds of weird stuff. I remember when I remember when the Browns picked him up, and and at the time these stories kind of reemerged, and most people were writing about it as like, wow, this is an interesting risk that Cleveland apparently seems willing to take on a guy who, um, you know, kind of has some problematic injury and behavioral issues. Um, but it sounds like there's something deeper wrong with this guy. That, yeah. Um, yeah. I hope he gets help. Yeah. Cause like being butt ass naked out in front of a preschool, also not a good look. Not at all. Cause um, now they're going to be, you know, they're probably checking his, uh, internet searches for the past five years. Oh, for sure. Which is something and I never hope reason. happens to me. <laughs> um, I, I, as a writer, uh, if, I oh, ever, yeah. if, if someone ever needs to go through my internet history, I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, it's not pretty. Uh. <laughs> um, I don't even want to know what's in there, to be honest. <laughs> that should be a thing everybody does once a year. Just at the end of the year in December, you go through all your internet history and you'll just be like, damn, I looked at some shit this year. That would be a funny bit, actually, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. go through it. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, no. Explain your history. <laughs> that, that's a good podcast. Explain your internet. Yeah, that is good. Explain, <laughs> that is a good one. I like that. That's a good idea. Um, That's about it for the news, really. Um, All right, let's get into these games, baby. The rest had, of the news is kind of... We've had two teams that got to sit on their asses and watch this, this whole thing develop, and now it's time for them to show out. Show yeah. what they got. Should we uh maybe we do them in order? Um On first picks, game is Saturday. Oh, well, okay. I was thinking in or I, I don't know what order they have them there, but I just yeah, mean like, like in that. order of like when they will be played. Um Bengals Titans will be the first game. That's gonna be Saturday night, ten o'clock or ten thirty for yeah, us. I can't remember. It's ten thirty. Uh <clears throat> I mean yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, this one is unpredictable, man. You almost gotta, I agree. You don't want to. I mean, you almost want to just pick the better coach, maybe. But who's the better coach? One is going to the Hall of Fame, probably, and then mm-hmm. the other is Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> man, what a swing on Zach Taylor! What a ride you've taken. Oh man, it's a roller coaster, man. To just saying his name, and now yeah. you're sending him to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's Hall of Fame coach, man. Hall of Fame. They, it would be a fun story if the Bengals won, but I just can't see that happening. Especially if those two defensive tackles are still out. But they got to play. Here's the thing. Here's the story. I did a little – I've done a little sort of a – not a deep dive, but more like a, you know, ankle deep as a we scoop. do. You did a scoop. Uh Ogunjobi is done for the year. Foot injury. Oh, shit. So that's bad. Uh, Trey Hendrickson looks like he will be back and ready to play. So that's good. Yeah. Um, 
he he had a concussion, but he, he I think he was limited in practice yesterday. He's going through the concussion protocol. He looks like he's going to be ready to go, uh, which is huge because if they can get Tannehill on the run, you know as well as anyone. No, not on the run. He, not on the run. You keep him in the pocket and then let the pressure just envelop him. On the run, he gets exactly. scarier. If he gets out of that's the pocket, true. That's so. true. But if I just mean if you put pressure on him, he's prone yeah, to he make starts looking mistake. down at the ground and shit and just taking. He starts his doing that. He starts doing that Matt Ryan thing, you know, yeah. where he starts like his his head starts jerking around yeah. and he's like, oh fuck, shit, shit, shit. He's always at the thirty five yard line. Um, one guy, yeah, exactly. One guy that I, I read a little bit about this week, especially after this last performance, uh, for the Bengals linebacker, Logan Wilson Mm -hmm. quietly leads this team in tackles for the year. Um, and he was huge in the last game as well. And they're going to need him considering the fact that Derrick Henry is coming back. This dude is going to have to have a monster performance. Um, because I would not want to be him having to make those business decisions, trying to wrestle that freight train down when he breaks through the through the line, and if and for all four quarters, because we all know that Derrick Henry, you know, a lot of times like he he just gets like as everybody else starts to wear down, he gets stronger in the fourth quarter. If this guy's back the way we man. think he might be back, I mean, they did. They you got to be man. They did a good uh, the way that they just held him off. He could have come back weak. 18, 17, 18. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll save them. That being said, the Bengals have had a pretty decent run defense this year. So, you know, there's there's reason to hope there. And and also I think for me, like I think it's great that in this last game you saw this Burrow to Chase connection really get cranked up yeah. early. Something I would like to see is a performance that it mirrors a little more like what they did against the Chiefs, where they got Higgins and Boyd a little more involved. Um, yeah. I mean, Boyd caught a touchdown pass in this last game, but between the two of them combined, they only had 36 yards receiving. Um, so I think they're going to have to spread it out. I think they need to get Mixon going, try to give the Titans a taste of their own medicine, eat that clock, move yeah. down the field. Um, <clears throat> on the Titans side of the ball, obviously Derrick Henry coming back is the biggest storyline. Um, but the way they've managed to win in his absence – I think should make Titans fans feel pretty good about their chances. I mean, they were six and three with Derrick Henry and they managed to go six and two without him. Um, That's pretty impressive. Uh, And also if you factor in, you know, they must be sitting there looking at the fact that they Foreman did such a great job in Henry's absence that now you kind of have a scenario where you can do this running back by committee thing uh, where you don't have to run King Henry into the ground. Yeah. But, I mean, it's probably hard to tell him, hey, man, sit out this play. What? Yeah. I'm not well, going you're, anywhere. <laughs> you're the coach. That's your job. No. Uh, He's and scary. All, scary, all that said, I mean, I, I also think that the Titans need to get A.J. Brown going to win this game. Um, they They have a pretty good record when he's on the field and productive um, and they have an even better record when AJ Brown and Julio Jones are on the field at the same time. I mean, I know he hasn't been much this year, but mm-hmm. I can tell you as a Falcons fan, the number of times that this guy has had a late season burst, you know, 
you know, come back from a hamstring injury and suddenly it's like he hasn't had a touchdown all year and boom, there he is, fucking tearing it up. So, yeah. Don't forget to... <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to throw some grapefruit on Julio, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, and I think that's going to be the reason. I could see Julio having a big game oh, on that. Uh, like the they had the on that playoff thing, the ESPN playoff thing we do. Yeah. I noticed he wasn't on there. If I were him, stuff like that would motivate me. Oh, you don't think I could possibly be one of the receivers that get the most yards this weekend? You know what yeah. I mean? That type of thing. He's gonna be like here. Hold my fishing pole. I'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> so we'll see if he has himself a, a renaissance. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, next game, 49ers Packers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised are... if this is a beatdown. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. The 49ers are going to need all hands on deck to win this game, obviously. Uh, but it is doable, and they have knocked these Packers out of the playoffs before in recent memory. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, and generally, they do it by running over a motherfucker's face. <laughs> I mean, they they ran this shit out of these. Uh, they just not gonna want that. Yeah, um, I mean, they just ran all over the Packers the last time they played them in the playoffs. I think it was. Uh, so they're gonna need yeah. Elijah Mitchell, and they're gonna need Debo to do everything that Debo can do. Um, and don't forget, the 49ers, they really kind of fell off a cliff in the second half of that Cowboys game, which is something I do not think they're going to get away with if they do that in this game. Nope. Um, they're going to need a full four quarters of mistake-free football from Jimmy G, which I have really have a hard time seeing happening. <laughs> I, I just don't see it. Yeah, exactly. That's Nick Jimmy Bosa G. is coming back from a concussion. Jimmy G's still nursing that hand injury. So I don't know, man. I, I just think flip it over to the Packers side of things. And yeah, they just have so many weapons, so many weapons. Uh, I mean, they do need to figure out an answer for this Debo problem. But this is sort of the benefit of having the first week by. You have all week yeah. to figure this out. Um, oh, so hopefully a, they come up with a week. No, but they had two. Well, they have two weeks. They really, had two to weeks to rest, out. but they didn't know who they were going to play. <clears throat> but they also have a whole week to kind of really zero in, yeah. like to watch an actual performance and go, okay, yeah. this is what we need to worry about. Stuff we need to avoid. Yeah, his uh, yeah. well, we we don't have to worry about Jerome Boger, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, he done. <laughs> he done. <laughs> Ooh, uh, you know he did. So next up, we got Rams Bucks, right? Isn't that yeah. the next one? Yep, Rams Bucks. <clears throat> what do you it's think of the Rams' chances one. in this game? I think Rams are gonna win I, this game. I, I I'm liking their chances. Yeah. I, I like this matchup. They got the run game going, which takes a lot of pressure off of Stafford. Yeah. Uh, and this Bucks run D has been vulnerable all year. Uh, Cooper Cup and OBJ are looking basically uncoverable at the moment. Um, I think the main thing they really have to worry about is the Bucks' pass rush and how Stafford will respond if and when the pressure comes. Um, because in my opinion, one, 
one good game is not going to make everyone forget about all those pick sixes he threw this year, right? So all these flowers that everybody's throwing at him for finally winning a playoff game, I, <laughs> I think that narrative can disappear pretty quick if he loses his second one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that whole storyline will will vanish Oof, in the vapor. Uh, for the Bucks, I mean, obviously, when you have Brady, it always kind of feels like you have a chance. I mean, Mike Evans is going to need a huge game. Gronk's going to have to be big. You know, stomping a mud hole in the Eagles is one thing, but you know, after this season, the Bucks really—if you look—if you go back and look at their schedule, they really only beat two teams who had a winning record at the time when they beat them. Who? The Bucks. The Bucks really? They at the time oh, wow. when they played the only teams they beat who who had a winning record at the time that they beat them were the Colts and the Bills. That's it. Wow. They played the Rams. So did they, did they win that game? <clears throat> no, the Rams beat the snot out of them. Yeah. So that's why I, I mean, think it's I, gonna I happen think, again. I can't believe the Bucks are favorites by three points. I I think the Bucks should feel vulnerable. Um, the Rams are probably licking their chops. And if they can't figure out, if the Bucks can't figure out a way to stop Aaron Donald and Von Miller, and, and that's the interesting and thing. Miller too. Like, wasn't on like, the team when they played before. I know he wasn't even there. And now you saw it in the Cardinals game where it was like, okay, you're going to use three guys to try and tie up Aaron Donald. Well, that just means Von Miller is going to be walking, living in the backfield. And so, Brady ain't running anywhere. Oh, hell no. Yeah, that's. I think be, the Bucks yeah, are. Yeah. I think the Bucks are a team that's that's ripe to get got. In my, I'm going to try to talk you into a straight up money line, uh, LA victory on this one. Oh, I'm with you. I might you even say to talk we, me into nothing. I, I might. Even I've already taken my 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 belt's undone. My pants are halfway <laughs> down. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. What's the uh, uh, and the next? next- Next game is the uh, Chiefs and the Bills. Is probably going to be the most electric game of the weekend. Yeah, yeah this is the uh, grapefruit coin flip game of the week right here. Yeah, uh, it's the Sunday night game, too. I I know that you probably don't agree with this, but I, I and I might change my mind about this, too. But right now, as I sit here, I kind of feel like the, the Bills might have the edge in this game. Um, Come on, son. based on the fuck out of here based on the opponent that they beat, uh, perfect what? game on every drive, all that stuff. You don't I, pick who you play against. They beat a team that that was should, that was in the playoffs that were playing a punching above their weight to get into the playoffs. I I agree with that, but the thing that makes me a little nervous when you when you look at the the games that these two teams played last week, if the Chiefs come out and struggle to score the way they did against the Steelers, there's every reason to believe that these Bills could run up the score and put the Chiefs in a hole that they might not be able to climb out of. Okay. Um, now, if if that doesn't happen, if this winds up just being a you know blow-for-blow blow boxing match, uh, then, yeah, I, I believe in the Chiefs to mm. win this game. Yeah, but point. if it takes them too long to show up, they could be in real trouble. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, okay, so the Bills beat them in week five of the season, 38 to 20, but this is not the same Chiefs team that they played in week five. Mm-mm. Uh, since week 14, listen to this Mahomes has the best QB rating in the league. He's thrown 17 touchdowns and only two picks in the last six games, 
And in that same stretch, they have an average of 36.5 points per game and only four total turnovers. I do Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Buffalo's. Because they, uh, they ran into a, a wall this year. Beginning of the season, they were everybody's talking about the next best They thing. looked a little shaky in the second half. I agree. Yeah. And, and another thing that the Chiefs have that they didn't have in week five is uh, Melvin Ingram. Right. Uh, and, and that thing, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing He's Buffalo special. has that the Chiefs don't have is a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and and we talked about this in the last episode. This Chiefs playbook. I mean, it's deep, man. We talked. We Holy talked about Bible. it as. Yeah, we talked about it as like this epic Russian novel. I just hope <laughs> in the moment they still manage to maintain a sense of balance between the passing game and the run game because. Because they seem to have discovered something fairly interesting in this, uh, you know, I joke about it. My man, Georgia Southern Eagle, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, I don't give a shit about Georgia Southern. (laughs) But what I did find out when I looked him up, um, this guy, well, first of all, to borrow a phrase from you, like this dude's got tons of smoke. I mean, he's all over the place. Uh, He started out his career as a quarterback. Uh, he's originally from Marietta, Georgia, which also happens to be the town where I'm born. Uh Oh, I mean, so, you know, it just, you know, special people come from Marietta. It's just a thing. Uh, it's literally a fact, you know? Uh, yeah. So he started out as a quarterback and then he, you know, switched to being a running back. This guy, I think when he was in college, he was the only player in the league who, Ran for a touchdown, threw for a touchdown, and received a t- like caught a touchdown. Oh wow! And a guy like a guy like that, with Eric Bieniemy and that Russian novel of a playbook, uh, I want to see this guy throw a touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. That's what I want to see. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize how long he had been in the league. He's been in the league since 2014. He drafted by the Vikings, and um, he was always playing second fiddle to Adrian Peterson, and then eventually Dalvin Cook traded to the 49ers, tore his ACL, missed basically two seasons before he wound up getting traded to the Chiefs. Um, And now that Clyde Edwards-Alaire has gone down, this dude is out there killing it. Um, It just made me think – you know, it's that thing. You got to watch out for them boys from Marietta. You got to watch out, man. They're, they're, c- they're coming for you. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the game. It sounds like we got to do our flip and pick them now, right? Oh, yeah. We do. Uh, I believe it's your turn to flip, no? Yes, yeah? I'm supposed to flip. It I got to get a coin. I'm just, uh, I want that to be noted in the record books that this coin is not American. <laughs> all right uh so call it man so i can flip it you know the rules i gotta yeah, get aggressive okay. i gotta get aggressive now. <laughs> hey bitch uh, <laughs> all right i'm gonna call uh i'm gonna call i'm gonna call the carl gustav heads oh let's go carl gustav heads it is Boom! <laughs> Carl you know how Gustav. scared I was for it to fall off? I was keeping it so steady, my hand. Because <laughs> <laughs> last time Carl I dropped motherfucking it. Gustav. <laughs> Good call on the heads. Do you want to uh, defer or do you want to 
Do you want to start picking? I do not want to defer. Okay. Or do I? Only you can answer that. No, I... Damn. I feel like (laughs) I know who you're going to pick in the first game. You know what? I'll go. Fuck it. I'm going to go. And I know that you're going to think that I'm crazy. (laughs) No. Go ahead and pick with your heart, man. (laughs) I know that you're going to think that I'm crazy. uh, But I'm rolling with Zach. I'm rolling with Zach Taylor. I'm picking these Bengals. Nice. I got a, I got a feeling. These are 10-point games, right? That is correct. All right. Remember remember that fact that you did. I'm writing it down. I'm, I'm picking. <laughs> 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 what happens if I pick underdogs? No, not yet. Yeah. yeah next, we, year, we'll do, next year. Uh, next year. Yeah, I feel like we can't, can't throw wait. that in in the middle of the yeah, season. Yeah, I can't wait for but that, it, man. Uh, yeah. I got to go with Green Bay on this, though. Wise. Very wise. Uh, let's see. Rams, Bucks. Oh, man, I shouldn't have gone first. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. This is the game I don't <laughs> want to de- deal with. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah. I could be in real trouble this week if yeah, I miss man. these. Yeah, <clears throat> I could I could run the table, but then again, this last game is is difficult too. But I I do think the Chiefs are going to win. I think they're yeah they're 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 more complete. There's a very real chance that you could run the table this week. Yeah, man. This is where it gets crazy. I think this is how I caught up on you last year. Yes, exactly. I mean, you're only back. You're only behind me. You're behind by eleven points. Really? Yeah. This is where the whole thing could flip upside down. This is why I changed it to the to the points. Yeah. More points in the playoffs. Yeah, but you did Fun. that last year so that you could win. All right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I, I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> Give yourself a shot. All right, man. Well, this was fun. I'm looking forward to it. Those of you that want to follow our gambling chronicles, go to Svenafel. I'm, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Finnafel to, uh, to follow us and our bets. We are going to bet on all of these games as we've done all season. We've only missed one week of bets because of uh, Corona, right? Wasn't that why? Mm. So many Maybe. teams were ravaged. Yeah. The NFL got ravaged by Corona. Yeah, we haven't heard anything this, uh, this week about COVID. I saw a report that said that they had no new COVID tests this week. Okay, no positive test. Or sorry, yeah, no positive test. <laughs> I thought you meant they stopped testing. No new tests, nothing so to see here. They have there's no more positive tests because they just don't do they just testing. Don't do tests. So over. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that might be uh, that where might the actually going. That that might actually be true. <laughs> it's just like quiet as it's kept. We're not testing. Problem right. solved. Yeah. <laughs> But thanks for checking out this episode of SvenFL. Good luck to your teams if they're still around. Really good luck to them. Yeah. Unless they're, they're yep. Buffalo Bills. Fuck Buffalo. Or the Bucks. Fucking Bucks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks. This has been Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. We'll check y'all out next time. Peace. Later, y'all.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.